Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trust us to bring you all the latest from Hollywood and beyond. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything Friday style, which means there's the occasional burp and forgetful uh, lack of attention. Hi, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts, making sure all the right buttons get pushed. Holly, <clears throat> turns out if you've got a lot of student loan debt, there just might be a way for you to offload some of it. And uh, win some other fabulous prizes in the process. Yeah, that's right, Bradley, because there's a new game show that premieres on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. It's called Paid Off. And this show has been made specifically to help contestants pay off their student loan debt. This is so Hunger Games to me. It really is when you start to think about it. I think your first reaction, honestly, is, oh, that's clever because everybody's got all that student loan debt and uh, basically can't get ahead in life. And it's like the first generation who's not going to do better than their parents' generation. And so, oh, God, this is so depressing. And they want us to fight it out to pay off our student loan debt. And they want to gamify it. They want to gamify well, this paying off of the student loan debt. And oh my gosh, we shouldn't have it in the first place. I digress. Yeah, I mean, you can digress. But I will say the gamifying of life is is something that is in full swing in our life. Because yeah. um, I will tell you that working games into pretty much every aspect of our lives is now a thing. Whether it's, you know, when you come back into the country, uh, for example... Through immigration, you now essentially, it's not really a game, but you're using a touchscreen. And there's just, there's something about how we all are living in a game that is only going to increase over time. Oh, God. Uh, So here are some of the details of this new game show called Paid Off, premiering July 10th on True TV. The show gives college graduates with student loan debt, quote, the chance to test the depths of their degree as a in degrees, excuse me, in a fun, fast paced trivia game show. This according to the network's description. And in each episode, three contestants compete in rounds of trivia with one contestant eliminated in each round. Yeah, this just sounds very much like the Hunger Games, like the classic 80s movie, The Running Man, where people have to play in a game show in order to win their freedom yeah and frankly that's where we're headed oh no like uh you want to be an american here go through this obstacle course oh wait too soon yeah even the show's game uh the show's host and creator michael torpy he is best known for playing thomas humphrey 
in Orange is the New Black. So you might recognize him as an actor. Well, he created this game show paid off because he was struggling with his own student debt at the time. And he said, my wife and I struggled with student debt and can only pay it off because I booked an underpants commercial. And he said, what about the other 45 million Americans with student loans? Sadly, there just aren't that many underpants commercials. That is why I made this game show. That's an actual quote from the show's creator, Thomas Humphrey. Yeah. And I know that everybody thinks that, you know, the uh, current generation is dealing with, uh, you know, a hefty load of student debt. I want you to understand that even my generation is saddled with I'm still paying off student loan debt at the ripe young age of 43. I have student loan debt yeah. um so it's a fact of life for many many people so right. as much as that just seems very hunger gamesy i kind of feel like i want to <laughs> sign up for the hunger games uh well that's the insidious part of it bradley is that so many of us one out of four of us have student loan debt and i will tell you now the latest statistics are that student loan borrow- borrowers now graduate with an average of $37,172 in student loan debt let's break that down a little bit you could buy a Tesla Model 3, yeah. $35,000. And that's a very, I mean, that's the average? Yes, Okay, so that is the average. There are a lot of people who have six-figure uh, student loan yeah. debt. Yeah, so. Th- uh, that is a $20,000 increase from just 13 years ago. And you really, do, oh gosh, we're just going to get too serious, but you really <laughs> shouldn't have to be saddled with six figures of debt or high four figures of debt, five figures of debt to um, be able to learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Enough to get a job and then probably not get a job because, you know, even though you've got all that student loan debt. Right. You so, can't get a job. So this paid off, this game show, again, this is a new game show called Paid Off, premiering on True TV next Tuesday, July 10th. That is a... Uh, saying that it's going to pay off contestants student loan debts this is just a mm, this is just a big pimple a big sore big boil on the problem of student loans like like if we didn't have the student loan debt problem in this country then we wouldn't have a need for this kind of game show to pay off that kind of debt because people are a lot of student loans you said bradley that you have student loans i have a lot of student loans too and it's something that we all want to pay off and it's just like oh do we have to go on a game show in order to pay this off in this fashion it's gonna be like hey do you want clean water flint michigan come on our game show we're not that far away from that kind of stuff so it's really sad okay very concerning okay you know what also is concerning there is a uh conspiracy theory that i am full into right now oh you sure are woof um we don't really have time to talk too much about it but i do want to say this yesterday you revealed a blind item from our good friends at crazydaysandnights.net. It's a wonderful blind item. Rethorth, the website, crazydaysandnights.net. Uh-huh. And one of the blind items that they revealed yesterday was that James Dean didn't actually die in 1955 in a car wreck. Oh, no. He actually died a few years ago or a few months ago. I don't remember now which Just one. Just this year. Just this year. Earlier this year in Canada at the ripe old age of like 92, I think, or 95. Mm-hmm. And... uh that blind item put me on a collision course with this conspiracy theory in a way that I am fully down the rabbit hole. And um, I wish I could tell you at length, maybe we'll revisit this next week and tell Colleen all about it. Mm-hmm. But there are people doing some sleuthing 
to dig around and find out whether or not this blind item reveal has any legs. And I'm just saying it seems like it might have some legs. Wow. Awesome. And the reason that we shared it yesterday is because it was so unbelievable. Surely this couldn't be true. But apparently, Bradley, you're doing some research and so is the Internet. And they might have some additional details to share with us. Yeah. So the funeral for James Dean, you know, they again, he died in 1955, allegedly. Um, But according to Wikipedia, his funeral was held um, in Indiana and the coffin remained closed to conceal the severe injuries to his upper torso and face. So hmm. I'm just saying. Hmm. Well, but I'm just saying. You know who's into this conspiracy theory? Who? Our next guest. His name is Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies.coms. Dot coms? Just the one. And we'll talk to him about that conspiracy theory and what movies are in theaters this weekend and whether or not they're worth venturing out for. When we return right here on My Talk 1071. Did James Dean fake his own death? Well, that's not really why we're here to talk to you, but we might mention a thing or two about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And the reason I mentioned James Dean is, of course, our next guest, Paul McGuire Grimes. Also, deep into the crazy days and nights conspiracy theory that James Dean faked his own death and died recently in Canada at the age of 95. For conspiracy theories. They're fun. I know, right? Because then you start going down this rabbit hole of, like, how could this have been possible? He's he's way too well-known, like, for his looks to then just disappear. Right? And just Mm -hmm. kind of, like, melt into society in Canada Right. And then you're like, does this fall into, like, the Elvis category that he faked his death and he's still alive somewhere? Or is it more like an Andy Kaufman who literally could have disappeared and just went away. Yeah. Right. Because people still say that he's alive. Even Bob Zamuda, I think, tries to pass off that he's still alive. And then that whole mm-hmm. um, uh, Olivia Newton-John husband. Oh, husband. husband? But he is alive. He is alive. He they was found, found him in Mexico. Right. Allegedly. I don't know that we've heard from him directly, but the reports are that he is living in Mexico, even though he was allegedly, uh, you know, died at sea. Right. right. I remember seeing a dateline about that. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, but I feel like I this J- James yes. Dean, this has too many plot holes. We need to. We need some well, more Well, we're proof. working on it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I'm going to keep listening. So, in the meantime, in between time, uh, you are normally here, Paul, to tell us about what's going to be in theaters this weekend. And I know there's some insects yes. that you want to share with us. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. And no, this isn't some National Geographic special. This is the latest from Marvel. It's their 20th movie. Wow. I know, right? That's incredible. Within 10 years, they've cranked out 20 movies. And the hits keep coming. Really? I really enjoyed this Did one. you really? Yeah, so it's okay. a sequel. So people may remember Ant-Man from a couple years ago. Paul Rudd plays him. We've seen him in some of the other movies. And this is the sequel to that one. And Evangeline Lilly is back as the Wasp. And the premise behind this one is that she, along with her dad, Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, are searching for his wife, her mother, that is lost in the quantum realm. And when Paul Rudd comes back from there, they think she may still be alive. She's played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Mm. Okay, what is the quantum realm? So it's this other reality, of course. I okay. mean, it's Marvel. Just go yeah. in with that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to make make this. And logical. there are so many movies. <laughs> there are. Well, I'm sorry. I'm a nerd, it's called so a cinematic, I actually want to know. It's yeah. called the cinematic universe, Bradley. So how does Ant Man and the Wasp link back to the bigger Marvel cinematic universe? Right. So. 
we see that in this one. If you remember from Ant-Man and Captain America Civil War, Paul Rudd was in that. He's been on house arrest for the last two years. So... We also, he was not shown in Avengers Infinity War. So as you go into this, you're kind of thinking, well, where's falling in the timeline? Do they get explained of what, why he wasn't in Avengers? And that gets ex- 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 explained a little bit. But this is really a step back from the very serious tone of that movie. This is light. It's funny. It's a screwball comedy. And they really play into that factor. Interesting. So that's what I love about, uh, although I will say I am not a huge fan of the Marvel Universe because it's so unwieldy. Right. And I'm generally not a a superhero person. I'm more like the, you know, um, loner sort of Doctor Who time traveler. (laughs) Well, this, I mean, they are traveling to another dimension in this. And I love that this one was really based in reuniting with your loved ones. Like, that's always at the forefront. It's not really about Ant-Man. It's really about them finding the mom in this. So you're saying there's an emotional core to this But I was going to say the thing I love about it is that they just have, like, each of these movies sort of serves up a different purpose uh, purpose or a different shade. Yes. And it attracts different audiences while still fitting within the universe. Mm -hmm. And they play into this. I mean, when they can blow up a salt shaker or, like, a Pez dispenser and make them really big or them shrink down, it just is fun and kitschy. And you feel like the director and Paul Ryan and the cast are, like, kids again, playing with action figurines. It has that kind of absurd quality to it. And then Michael Pena is one of the sidekicks in it. And he He's just a stitch as well. So it's kind of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yes. with superheroes? With superheroes. All right, what did you give I'm giving it? it four out of five. Oh, I wow. love the balance hey, of like it. it being funny, it being sentimental, but not too much in either direction. And it's okay. nice just a reprieve if you want something light. Wow. All nice. right, that, that's, yeah. that's good news for them. Okay, what else did so you have for So if us? you want something in the complete other direction, if you don't like Sierra Pro movies, if you want to just scare your pants off, oh. go see Hereditary. And this has Tony Collette in it. Oh, that's right. And yeah. she plays a woman whose mother recently passed away. And she and her family are are like part grieving over the death, but then partly f- trying to figure that out because the mom, they had a bad relationship. So the movie, and then something else happens in the movie that I don't want to give away because there's a big twist that happens about 20 minutes in. So this movie really deals with how do we deal with death and trauma and how does it affect each person differently? And then when you start having visions of what you think may have happened to that other person or what is still going on when you think you still see them in the house, oh, it is so frightening. It is a psychological thriller. Is this the one where somebody falls out of the tub? No. I just saw a thing that was like, this was so scary. The character fell out of the tub. Oh, or something. No. I don't remember about that. But it goes in this direction of like, you think you know what's happening and it kind of turns. And then it is just this descent into madness. If you watch The Handmaid's Tale, Anne Dowd, who plays Aunt Lydia in that, yeah. is in this as well as another mother. She's a good, scary person. Oh, she is just as scary in this because you don't really know what to ex- trust of her character. And uh, then Tony Collette is on love, edge. Love, love her. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She should be up for Oscars for this. Wow. Really? She, really? Yes. Because mm-hmm. she's always teetering on like, does she have it together? How does she deal with her family? As she's slowly going crazy as well. She's either screaming or yelling or trying to keep it together or trying to deal with her son, who's a drug addict, who is also losing his mind. I mean, it's like I was intense intense. and I don't find movies scary, but when they are kind of based in realism and I've been dealing with death a lot lately, um, just like what does that mean and how do we all deal with that differently in a family base and when does like resentment and blame come into play and that's played Mm -hmm. out in this wow okay so Uh, it's really interesting thematically but then it's just scary too Uh, yeah i mean if you like the shining rosemary's baby there's a lot of that kind of vintage look and feel to that in this. Okay, so what did you end I'm up giving it four and a half out of five. It's one of my favorite movies from this year. Wow. Oh, okay, so yeah. I don't normally want any part of horror movies, but the fact that Tony Collette is in it and that you gave it such high marks makes me intrigued. Right, because it's not like scary slasher thriller. Yeah. It it takes place it's in your mind. Psychological like, Psychological. Thriller. How would I deal with this? Do I know other people that have dealt with this? And then toward the end, you're like, this is bonkers. Okay. <laughs> so um anything streaming wise that we need to pay attention well there's to? a great movie on netflix called set it up oh yes tell yes. us more okay so this is glenn powell and zoe dates and she's a daughter of leah thompson and they played these two executives or two these two associates in new york that are basically trying to struggle to get by their bosses are lucy Liu and tay diggs and they never get time off and they feel like if they can hook their bosses up maybe they'll get a little reprieve for themselves oh, cute. so yeah it's that it's a meet cute new york rom-com smart it's on netflix it's fantastic what'd you give it so three and a half out of five okay cool you'll just love it it has that feel good cushy rom-com feel Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies.com. Anything coming up on all things, yes. all things streaming well, podcasts? Yep, it's changed up. Paul's trip to the movies now. It's all movie related. And this Monday, I'll have a new episode with my husband, Ryan. And we're talking about Marvel and Marvel's success this year. Fabulous. Well, yes. we'll turn in anywhere you get your podcast, you. right? And will you be on Twin Cities Live today? No, they're off today. All right, we'll be back here Thank on my you. It's time for some crazy, stupid idiots. That's some really dumb people we're going to tell you about here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. And it's Friday, and we're just hanging out. Oh, just a couple of pals talking over the radio. Yeah, so um, sit back, relax, and uh, take your pants off. Let's do it. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Are we going to Florida right away? We are. I want to tell you about a man in Florida. Uh, Florida man. Sebastian, Florida. I've never been there. Have you? No, where is it? I have no idea. I don't know. Let's, uh, you can look and we'll oh, figure okay. it out later. But yeah. anyway, I want to tell you the story of 53-year-old Rudolph Grant, who smelled of booze. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He smelled of booze. He was screaming and cursing. Four-letter word. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. In front of his residence in Sebastian, Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Now, uh, a patrolman was dispatched to his home, which apparently that city is near Vero Beach, to give you some oh, idea. Thank you. Uh, he was also wielding a golf club and chasing a lady. So uh, put all yeah. those things together Ooh. and you understand why police were called to his home. Naturally. So uh, they tried to uh, handcuff him, but he struggled and resisted. Now, none of that is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. Am I correct? No, that just seems natural crazy. Yeah. Not enough to get a spot in this segment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, However, it is what he told cops after they put him in the car that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Mm. Mm. Did he ask them to put down a towel? (laughs) No, but that would definitely earn him a, uh, a spot in our spot in our crazy stupidity what did he say he said to officers after they finally got him in the back of the vehicle that quote i really enjoyed resisting because it's like being on um cops like the tv show yeah basically on a live you know uh police department cable program uh, he felt like oh. he was on, you know, this is like cool. Cause I'm like on a show resisting. Oh, get off me. Ooh. I feel like there are different ways to, uh, simulate that sensation of being on television. Why don't you just get your phone out and have someone record some video of you and well, get somebody and to, uh, you know, play a cop and things can get kind of fun. And I don't know if you, yes. And. I don't know if you've noticed lately, but resisting uh, police officers doesn't always have um, outcomes that most people would ask for. So I don't know that I would be going to any great length to uh, resist. Yeah. Like people have actually died for doing less than resisting so that is true. i'm just saying at this point in life i don't know that like oh this seems like a good idea is a good response when uh you're uh, apprehended by the police department yeah and obviously he is a student of the genre because he specifically cited a television show called live pd which is on a and e and it builds itself as a documentary series. So it's basically cops light. Covering DUI checkpoint stops to high speed chases, bar fights, to gang shootings, domestic disputes, to drug busts. Great. Mm-hmm. So he wanted mm-hmm. to be famous. Yeah. So he broke the law. Yeah. Join the club. Oh. America 2018. I want to be famous. I'm going to do something horrible. Ay, ay, ay. Said everyone. Mm. Can we move on, please, to somebody else who wants to be famous, but they did it in a very different way, Bradley. Mm. Now, this is going to be an instance of, is this person a crazy, stupid idiot, or is this person living their best life? Oh, I like these, because I probably could be this person most days. Let's go to Vermont. Let's go to the East Coast. We're going a little north to Burlington, Vermont, bustling downtown Burlington, Vermont yesterday. Where a unidentified man was walking around downtown yesterday afternoon. He was making several loops around the downtown promenade. But it was what he didn't have on him that maybe make him a crazy, stupid idiot. Or maybe he is living his best life. Wait, what now? So this man, Bradley, walking downtown Burlington, Vermont. He was wearing nothing but a cap, footwear, 
and a tote bag. What? He was wearing a cap, footwear, and a tote bag. Okay, did he not realize that he forgot his pants? Are we sure they weren't nude uh, tights? No, Bradley, this man was naked as the day he was born, and it was totally, completely, 100% deliberate on this man's part. A reporter caught up with the guy at the Cosmic Grind coffee shop on Church Street in downtown Burlington, Vermont. He was Vermont. at a coffee shop? Sure was, Bradley. Did he, he put sure a towel was. down? I don't know. Good question. But when a reporter asked whether or not uh, what the heck this guy was doing, this was his response. Tell me, Bradley, is this crazy, stupid, idiot behavior or is this best life behavior? He said, it's very hot. It's freedom. Yeah, I don't know. Is he literally the, you know, awesomest dude ever or the most disturbing dude ever? Yeah, apparently yesterday in Burlington, Vermont, it was really hot. Heat indexes were up to 102 degrees. Now, uh, the Burlington Free Press is asking, is this the same naked man who walked around that very town two years ago with just tennis shoes, socks, a hat, and a bag? Well, what I what I find particularly interesting about this is that nobody stopped him. Yeah, it is Burlington, Vermont. You right? know, it's pretty casual, kind of hippie chic over there in Vermont. Naked man on parading around downtown Burlington. It's freedom. Yeah, but he said, look, it, it's freedom, Bradley. And the naked man is within his rights. He said that he asserted walking around naked was good for his health. You know, we talked about goop sometimes on this show where uh, walking around on the earth with bare feet is good for you. So maybe walking around with your uh, junk out is also good. Apparently, it's not illegal to walk around nude in Burlington. That's right. Because Burlington's Ordinance Chapter 2220 states that, quote, no person shall go. Oh, it did say no person shall go about naked with any. Within any of the city's parks. Yeah, but he so wasn't in the park. Exactly. He yeah. found a loophole, Bradley. The man found a loophole. So that's why I'm saying this crazy, stupid idiot is living his best life. Yeah. And is he really a crazy, stupid idiot? He found the loophole. He's enjoying himself. So that's why I feel like you can't really call him that much of a crazy, stupid idiot. No? Living okay. best life. All living right. Living best life. I just brought it to you. You say... Crazy, I don't think he's a crazy, idiot stupid not. idiot. I think we're crazy, stupid idiots for not having a law that uh, says you can't walk around naked. Although, I mean, I don't know that I really have issues. Here's where I would have an issue with somebody's nudity. If it's like sexy nudity. Mm, sure. And basically what I mean by that is... Erotic nudity. Yeah. And what I mean by that is because you may be sitting there in your car on your way to the cabin this beautiful Friday afternoon. And by the way, the weather is amazing. Take your pants off. Um, When I say erotic nudity, I mean like you look like you're excited. You look like you're getting ready to service and or be serviced. That's what you're saying. Well, to put it more uh, overtly, yes. Uh, but if you're just kind of like a dude, an old dude or an old gal flopping around as nature intended, I don't know. Is that really illegal? Like, should that really be a crime? I mean, it should be maybe an overshare. Mm hmm. But a prosecutable offense? I don't think it is. I don't, we'll I don't think it should be really the, dig deep because because honestly, laws. you know, people will say, but the children, what if he's walking around naked in front of the children? Well, I mean, 
he's not trying to sexitize the children, right? No, he's not. Again, he just said, this is what he had to say about walking around naked. He said, I'm doing nothing except enjoying myself. Yeah, well, and it I seems mean, like in an non-erotic fashion. Not trying <laughs> a non-erotic fashion. Himself, yes, exactly. I'm fine. I kind of am fine with it. Just free and easy. And again, as long hey, look, if you're at the cosmic coffee shop, unidentified man, just put down a towel and it's gonna be fine. Can we get Donnie to weigh in really quickly before sure. we go? Yeah, Donnie, you need like to plug in your headphones real quick we're because we need you your opinion early. on this. Yeah. Donnie normally joins us in the next segment, but I feel like he would have an opinion on this. I think so too. Yes. yes. So how, Donnie, how can I help you? I want to paint a picture for you. Uh, you're okay. hanging out having coffee one day. Yeah. You're at the Cosmic Grind Coffee <sighs> Shop in Burlington, Vermont. Okay. And a guy walks by. He's wearing shoes, mm-hmm. socks, a bandana or a hat, and a bag. And he's just walking around uh, with no pants on. In the buff. Yeah, not not sexual. No, no. Like he's not touching himself. Non-erotic or... nudity. Okay. Yeah, just like at a nudist camp. Should that be illegal? Or let me ask it this way. Should that be a criminal act? Uh, depends on what sort of... Sh- <laughs> I guess it depends on what sort of shape he's in. Oh, Johnny. Donnie. Oh, I went for the cheap joke there, yeah. didn't I? Oh. Yeah. No, but like, do you You're feel a, a man eyes. like that should be arrested? Well, yeah. Like he's just, you know... I know. He's yeah. not like doing the helicopter. No, he's just casually walking because down he, the street with but, a tote, a sensible tote. Right, I understand. It's not. It's it's the consequences. It's the collateral damage, so to speak, that might result from said naked man walking down the street. Oh, look at car you. crashing into other car because driver not paying attention. Okay, so hey, look at that naked. But guy. that Bang. that would be temporary mm-hmm. because if the expectation was that you eventually could see that, then most people would stop. Uh, you know, being distracted by it. I rest my case, Your Well, Honor. now, here's a follow-up. Quick, before we go to break, Bradley, I want to follow up with this naked guy walking on the streets of Burlington, Vermont. So this was updated this afternoon by the Burlington Free Press. Uh, the man who strolled around Burlington in the buff broke a taboo, but not state or local laws. This is according to police. So oh. a lieutenant of the Burlington Police Department said, it looks out of place. It is out of place. It's weird. But there's typically not a lot we can do. He said, you leave your house without your clothes on. And hey, it's your choice. It's not mine. Let's all move to Burlington, Vermont. I I almost went to Marlboro College, which I think is near Burlington. Uh, That could very well be. And I guarantee you there is nudity happening on that that campus. Yes. Well, now, and to the officer's point, Bradley, again, before we go to break, nudity is treated as a novelty, quote, unless you manipulate yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, Yeah. Unless you're looking for gratification or make comments to that effect, then it becomes L and L or lewd and lascivious behavior. Yeah. See, I I honestly think that public nudity is not a crime unless you're touching yourself. As or as Donnie uh, said, you're just hideously <laughs> causing car yeah, accidents. Sorry, Donnie will be the judge of that. Right. All right, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get to the bottom of our Daily Snap judgment. What was the question we asked the listeners today? Holiday. Ooh, today, in honor of a very special holiday, today is National Fried Chicken Day. We asked you, fried chicken, breast or thigh? Fried chicken, breast or thigh, when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. I like you better when you're with me. And Holly and Colleen and everybody here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment. 
at mytalk1071.com. It's now time to answer our very important, the most important question you'll be confronted with all week. Our daily snap judgment. What did we ask listeners to weigh in over on the Facebook today? Holly. Today, we asked the very important question. Fried chicken, breast or thigh? Fried chicken, breast or thigh? Why did we ask that question? Because today is National Fried Chicken Day. Oh, God, I really was trying to eat better. Yeah, you tried. Try is but the key word. But it's going to be hard oh, on Fried Chicken Day. I feel like no. I need to stop at Cub Foods and get me some fried And chicken. celebrate. Well, let's read through some of the answers. A lot of people had opinions on this on the Facebook page. Uh, Alyssa says, thigh. The breast is always so dry. If I'm already eating fried chicken, don't give me the healthier part. That's true. It's very true. I like yes, that answer. Yes, Tracy says, big, thick, juicy thigh. Oh, big, thick, juicy thigh. Yes. Carolyn says, breasts. Breasts. I love the white meat. Breasts. Chantel says, thigh every time. Breasts have too much meat. The thigh is just perfect, plus dark meat is juicier. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. All what? right. Gonna, well, you can just go over and look on the Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash mytalk1071. Well, I just think that... Uh, Somebody is sharing lots of emojis apropos of nothing. You can take a look of yourself. Carrie uh, says, breasts for sure. Thighs too rubbery. Tien said, make it fried Bradley and I'll take two of each. Hey! Rude. Excuse you, Holly. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Christy says, thigh. Uh, Patty says, breast. Why did Leslie leave a bunch of Gay leather emojis. That's what I'm saying. Apropos of nothing, <laughs> it's a a man who enjoys leather with his leather clad chihuahua. Thanks, Les. And a flag. Can you? I can't tell what that flag represents. That's the leather flag. Oh, okay. Very because, good. You know, every everybody got to have well, their you know own what? flag. Speaking it, of flags, it gets one of these first, and then. We're going to do one of these. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hey, babe. Breastuses. Good <laughs> oh, God, of course. Do you really like breasts over thighs? I do. <gasps> yes. Who says that? What do you mean, who My says mom. That's that? so 1980s. Like, oh, I'm so healthy. Is... I like the chicken breast. Yeah. I'm going to pick the skin off of it, too. They don't have to be dry. I don't know why they... Did you, did you, um, what do you say, Hals? Actually, I'm going to go with Donnie Breast. Oh, hell gosh. Specifically with Breast. fried chicken. Just fried chicken. Okay, yep, On, yep. I Normally, if I'm just eating a plain chicken, a clean chicken, as Britney Spears likes to say, <laughs> we like learned that. Chicken. I like clean chicken. Uh, then I go with the thigh because it has a more fattening, juicy experience. However, a fried chicken breast, you're just going to get more mm-hmm. meat. Yeah, baby. Mm. Oh, God, you're all failing <laughs> life because the correct answer is and always will be thigh because a fried thigh the crispy skin mm. the dense rich it's juicy meat too decadent and then if the bones are fried really well you can crunch on them oh, too oh, come on crunch crunch i, I don't know. Know. love me some fried no. chicken bones oh my um, gosh you're gonna chip a tooth ah uh, it's good yeah, calcium mm. so uh the breast is just a horrible 
piece. <laughs> and what they it's what ridiculous. they should here's what I do. I always cut the breast in half because then because what happens is the reason I say it's a horrible piece is because usually it ends up getting co- overcooked. Um, and then everything else suffers as a result, like if you're cooking it at the same time. Mm. So I think you cut it in half, and then, uh, you know, you just have half a piece. I like a little gray poupon on my chicken breast. Ooh. What? That's what? good. Who? Mustard what? on chicken? Oh, Absolutely. Fried chicken, yes. you're saying. You want mustard on your fried chicken? <laughs> yes. Take off the skin, dip it on a little gray poupon. It's delish. Next, Yuck. you'll be trying to cook. Thank you. Next, you'll be... You're just a couple of Philistines. Holly is so gassy today. (laughs) Uh, Next, you'll be telling me you want... (laughs) That's fresh. (laughs) You want ketchup on your chicken. Oh, you Actually, I used to dip ketchup in my... The chicken nuggets in ketchup. Well, that's different. (laughs) Chicken nuggets is different. That's not even real chicken for all we know. That's true. Yeah. Beaks and feet. God knows what else. <laughs> okay, so back to public nudity. Oh. I think this is a topic. Oh, yes. So we've been exploring this, and I want to mm. know what the law is in Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Can you be publicly nude in the city of Minneapolis? Good, good question. So we had a crazy, stupid say? idiot to catch the rest of you up who weren't listening to the last segment. We had a crazy, stupid idiot who was in Burlington, Vermont, just walking around buck naked with shoes on, but, mm-hmm. you know, nothing else. And uh, it turned out in Vermont, anyway, in Burlington, they don't have a law against being nude unless you're in a park. Yeah. Then you can't be nude in the park. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't find anything super official. I have gone to a website called (laughs) findlaw.com. And Minnesota's indecent exposure laws. I mean, look, don't get your legal advice or anything from this program. Remember, we're not journalists. We're not lawyers. We're yeah, not please anything. Please do not go out naked and then please do not to, go out naked. They However, said we could. Bradley said I could do this. Here's what's prohibited. Allegedly, supposedly, under Minnesota statute section 617.23, indecent exposure prohibited in Minnesota, willfully and lewdly exposing one's body or private parts. Lewdly. Yes. Getting another to expose his or her private parts. Engaging in any lewd or lascivious behavior or public indecency. Now, we don't know how to define public indecency, so it may be defined... Maybe defined in the state as being nude in public. Yeah. Not putting down a towel. I just I am here to to say that I think if you are just being nude, while I don't want to necessarily look at it, I just don't feel like you should be criminally uh, accountable. It's probably a mm-hmm. misdemeanor, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Like maybe you get a ticket. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe you could do better <laughs> next time, but just like a parking ticket, like move along. That's Go right. put some pants on. Here's mm-hmm. a nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I'm sorry, well, but there is. Mm. Oof. Uh, just you know, better grooming habits. Okay, okay. so oh. what's coming up on Lord oh. and Julia today? <laughs> Welcome to Law and Order. <laughs> I wonder Brand what I bet edition. Julia or Lori would be supportive of public. Motivation. I could tell you. Yeah. What, I could tell you what Julia was just doing in the double wide, but oh, it will oh. uh, make you ill. No. It involved a file and her foot. Was she scraping her heels? Footsies. (laughs) We can't leave people with that, you guys. Not on Friday. Sorry, enjoy Julia's footsies. Stop, stop. Don't say cheese. (laughs) We'll be back on Monday. I'm sorry, you guys.